0: This program is a part of the Full Press Radio Network. Find this and all of Full Press Coverage's shows on fullpressradio.com or free on the Full Press Coverage app, available now on the Apple and Google Play stores. This is Leroy Butler, newly Hall of Famer, Class of 22.
1: It is a touchdown for Leroy Butler! Holy cow! the fumble recovery and the Packers go up 20 to nothing and you listen to Iron Clark on the iTest for Two podcast
2: Again, boy, I love that music, Again, Welcome to the I Test for Two podcast. I'm Clark Judge. I'm Ira Kaufman. And we are joined, as always, by our Hall of Fame producer, Mr. Ian Glendon. Thanks for that intro, Ian. For another week, Ira, of social distancing. Now I know you're asking me, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the New York Yankees distancing themselves from your Tampa Bay <laughs> Rays, baby. How about them Yankees? You grew up in Brooklyn. You were born in Brooklyn, right? How about
1: the yeah, Yankees, absolutely. huh? Uh, well, you know, they've been, look, they've been good for a long time, but now they're really good. And um, Judge looks like Babe Ruth, Clark. Are you telling um, me about me? Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if the Yankees are smart, Clark, I think they're like $4 million apart in terms of a long-term extension. Cough, cough it up, Yankees. Cough it up. He, he's worth it. He has uh, like six a year, six million a year, but they're going to yeah, even to. Stanton, even Stanton's hitting the ball, Clark. Yeah,
2: even Stan. But you know what the interesting thing is, I I know we've talked about this privately. The team by and large isn't hitting that well. The pitching is just carrying that club. And they've got a couple holes. One is a catcher. I mean, the catchers are great defensively. They can't hit. But left field, what is Joey Gallo doing in the major leagues? He is... The modern-day version of this decade's version of Chris Davis. Remember him with the Orioles, first baseman? Yeah. Hit a home yeah. run every so often, struck out every other time. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't know what he's doing. But Ira, I, I, I don't want to leave this just to you. I want to bring in Ian because, Ian, you live in St. Petersburg, but you're from New England. And I just have to believe you're, you're a Red Sox fan. So last time I checked, I think this was yesterday, I couldn't find the Red Sox from Yankee Stadium with a Hubble telescope and So what's going on?
0: I'm going to plead the almost in fifth place (laughs) on this one. Uh, and, And that's all I will say. Uh, go, go Red Sox.
1: Better than Baltimore. <laughs> Ian, you got the Celtics, Ian. Yeah, there you, you know.
0: that, that, That's, that's you know. true. That's true. And and hopefully uh, um, <laughs> Clark does not bring up uh, the, the hockey team that I root for is no longer in it. But yes, the Celtics are playing tonight, so I am pretty excited for that.
2: I, I can't bring up the hockey team, Ian, because the hockey team I root for didn't even come close and finish back. They finished dead last
0: hey at the so, end of the day they're both not the stanley cup champions at the end of this year so <laughs> as far as i'm concerned there's not much of a difference in my eyes so the history
2: continues in montreal okay we're here to talk uh not about major league baseball and uh, the nhl um and their standings but uh, we just did about major league baseball but on request from ira yeah ira, we're going to need that hubble telescope to look into the future and see what non-playoff teams last year are going to make it to mid-january this season now every year there are new entries in fact last year when i checked i think there were seven newbies from 2020 so um ira i know you've asked us to list four you want four teams that didn't make it last year in 2021 that you think are going to make it this year in 2022 so get started babe what do you got all right clark But let's each do one team around and then keep going around. Yeah, okay. Um, All
1: right. Who's your first? And and Clark, you know the NFL uh, as well as I do. Uh, No, I don't. No, I don't. Clark, they like to take credit for a lot of stuff. Some's justified, some isn't. This one is justified. I think it's one of the great attributes of the National Football League. Clark, there's some kind of streak, 10, 15 years at least, at least five new entrants. I mean, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So it's more than just talk. It's more than just talk. And, you know, if you're a Bengal fan, all of a sudden, you know, now you're excited about the Bengals. They, they made the jump last year. I'm going to start it off, and, and our boy Glendon's not going to like it. Our producer's not going to like it. It's right in the division with his uh, beloved Buccaneers. I think New Orleans is going to be pretty good this year. Clark. Ooh. I think they're going to be pretty good. Uh, I think Winston's going to come back. From, uh, from that injury, which occurred against the Bucks last season. Um, Michael Thomas may be back. Clark, he's a fantastic football player. When he's healthy and his mind is right, he is a hell of a football player. They drafted Olave. They got Kamara. Um, now they lose Sean Payton. That's a blow. But the Panthers and the Falcons stink, Clark. Yeah, they stink. Right. Right. And to me, that's an easy four wins for the Bucs, easy four wins for the Saints. They won nine games last year, Clark. With, with Winston getting hurt, I, I, I got them winning
2: 10 games and, and making the playoffs. What do you think? Yeah, thanks for that pick, Ira. And thank you for that PSA for the NFL at the beginning. That was good. <laughs> I'm going next to Ian, actually. I, I want to hear who Ian's got, because my guess is New Orleans is not that team.
0: No, right? but but I, I, do, I do buy into a lot of what Ira is saying and uh you know I based on the division I mean again those two those two the Panthers and the Falcons what are they how many games are they going to win four five maybe yeah you know and they're not going to be against either of those teams no uh, I'm going to take kind of a maybe an easy and maybe not so obvious because of the depth of the AFC but the Chargers um I I think you know obviously not every time you go heavy on free agency. It, it doesn't equal automatic improvement. Um, however, I do really like the moves that they have made. Uh, you add J.C. Jackson, who I think is a, you know, a heck of a cornerback, especially in that division. Uh, Khalil Mack, even at not his peak, is going to still add quite a bit to that defense. Uh, you know, the only thing, <clears throat> excuse me, standing in their way is their coach, in my opinion. <laughs> like, that, that's the only thing. If, if the coach... Cannot, I mean, they, if it had it not been for their coach last year, they would have won the division. Not just made the playoffs, they would have won the division. Um, but two or three costly errors that directly led to losses for the Chargers were, in my opinion, put on the coach. So, assuming he doesn't get in the way this year, I, I got the Chargers uh, getting in.
2: Ian, I'm right behind you. Absolutely everything you said, agree with 100%. JC Jackson, Khalil Mack, re signed Mike Williams. You look at what they've got, Keenan Allen. I mean, most importantly, Justin Herbert's back um austin eckler uh, you know mike williams as i mentioned they've got so much going for them and they should have beaten kansas city four times in the last two years they should have but they lost in 2019 in overtime when um oh in 20 i'm sorry in 2020 in overtime when oh. herbert made his first start as a rookie mm-hmm. remember that i mean uh, uh tyra taylor got hurt in pre in the pregame warmups. And then uh, Herbert starts. And what does he do? He throws for 300 yards. They go into overtime. Could have won it, should have won it. And they should have won that game last year, the second game that went into overtime again. And the only thing, as you said, the only thing standing in their way is the head coach. They've got to get Brandon Staley off of the analytics juice. They just got to do it um, because he takes so many gambles. And he capped it off in the last game of the regular season. Perfect. Fourth and one at his own 18 against the Raiders. He needs the game to win in the third quarter, in the third quarter. And he goes for it. Now I, I like the chargers. Are you up next? Team number two. Uh, all right. Uh, I'll stick with the uh, NFC Clark. Um, I'm going to go
1: with the Minnesota Vikings Clark. Mm. Uh, and I'll tell you why. First of all, I think green Bay is going to, going to drop down a little bit. Yep. Um, And the rest of the division are the Bears and the Lions. That's enough said, Clark. Um, I think Mike Zimmer had worn out his welcome in in Minnesota. I do. Um, And I I don't think the players were responding to him. Now they got Kevin O'Connell, who uh, did a nice job with the Rams. They got two good receivers. Clark, you know, their quarterback might have had the sneakiest great season in in the league last year i mean uh, he threw 33 touchdowns and i think seven interceptions uh ian they're playing the packers week one i think that'll tell us a, a lot about these vikings but just like new orleans Ian, I, I can see minnesota squeezing out maybe 10 wins
0: This this one i will agree with you uh for a lot of the reasons i do think green bay is going to take a step back um just because, you know, the last two seasons I, I, I thought Green Bay was at their peak. Um, I, I think they can overcome losing Devontae Adams. I don't think they can replicate what Devontae Adams has done, thirty touchdowns in his last thirty games, three thousand yards. And and look, I, I think there are limitations for this Packers team. I mean, even with Devontae Adams, they were only the tenth best offense last season. And you're taking a step back. So to me that that tells me at best that's probably gonna be where they're at again this year. At worst, middle-of-the-pack, and we know middle-of-the-pack offenses don't win a lot in this league. Um, Fortunately, they are in the AFC North, so I think they're going to do well, but I also like uh, what the Vikings can do, and I think I don't foresee any sort of deep playoff run, um, but I see them, they had nine wins last year, I can see them getting to ten, and and this division I think is going to be a lot closer uh, towards the end in win total with who actually wins it. So uh, I'll take the Vikings, too.
2: Okay, I'm going to disagree with both you guys, and I'll tell you why. Because you talk about Kirk Cousins, guys, a career 500 quarterback.
0: He I don't think he's. He, I'll say this: I don't think he's spectacular. Like I, I think his numbers are deceiving because I, I think there's just something missing with yeah, Kirk I Cousins. Agree. He's a good quarterback, and and I think that's it. So yeah, that so that's why I don't see them doing anything wrong. But regular season, yeah, I think. But, but I do agree wins. with
2: both you guys. I think Green Bay is going to take a step back. Who's going to take a step forward in that division? I got to tell you, I, I was ready to flip the switch and go, let's go for it all, baby. How about those Detroit Lions? <laughs> and I didn't do it because I looked at Jared Goff. I went, do I really think Jared Goff? No, nah, I, I don't think so. So listen, I, I, I'm going right to Ian again. Another AFC team going right to your division. You take Miami. I'm just taking a flower on Miami. New coach, new players. All they've got to do is beat New England to Buffalo. I think Buffalo's got that division wrapped up now. So you get to get second place. Climb I'm going to do my
0: best Pat Beverly and say, well, <laughs> who's going to play quarterback?
2: Yeah. yeah. You saw that videotape of throwing that deep ball at Tyreek Hill, right? <laughs> anyway, I, I'm going to take Miami. are you're next. Team three. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to back up and, and, and agree with you two guys
1: on the chargers in my, in the division with my beloved chiefs Clark. Yep. They, they match up very well with Kansas City, Clark. Really do. well, really well. Um, and I believe the first Thursday night game of the season, Chargers at Chiefs week one, uh, week two, uh, Chargers open at home against the Raiders. And the Raiders, you know, the Raiders are an interesting team too, Clark. But uh, you two guys made all the great points, Clark. Justin Herbert, Clark, by, in a year or two, he, he, just, he might be the best quarterback in football in about
2: in about a year or two no, just might. brady's gonna still be playing so no he won't be <laughs> all
0: right again uh well i i you know I, I can't disagree that brady might be playing forever just you know pushing off that 10-year uh 375 million dollar contract that he has waiting for him um <clears throat> i'm gonna stay stick in the afc and go with the indianapolis colts um i i mentioned uh kirk cousins i think is kind of a Good but unspectacular quarterback, and I think that's what you got from Carson Wentz last year. Um, You look at the numbers, and you can convince yourself that he had a better season than what he actually did. Um, But uh, timing, uh, situation, I just think he wasn't that good overall. And I think Matt Ryan can be better for this team, who I think, uh, look, I mean, you have a strong running game. You have some talent on offense. You have a strong defense. I think you have a favorable division. I like the Colts and look, they won nine games last year, winning 10 or 11 this year. wouldn't be that surprising.
2: Well, I like that. I I was going to go with them. Then I went, "Ah, I'm going to go back to Baltimore. And why am I going to Baltimore? Well, because I lived there five years, so I'm prone to Baltimore, but usually the Colts. I like not The the Ravens, that goes way back. But like John Harbaugh too. I mean, he has his team in the playoffs almost every year. And that was the first year in four that he didn't make it. So, um, I, I just like the Ravens chances in there because do I think Cincinnati is going to repeat? I don't. Um, so what's going to happen in that division? Pittsburgh's not going to be as good, but they weren't as good last year. So somebody has got to move up there. And I like some of the offseason moves the Ravens made. I especially like the draft. They always draft well, but um, I like their history. I like the head coach. Love the city. I'm going with the Ravens. Ira, you're up for last, last well, team. I'm, 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 team I'm going with,
1: uh, with our producer. I'm going with Ian Glendon, uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, um, okay, not not that Ryan's best days aren't behind him. They are, they are, but he's more than adequate. Um, and to back up Ian's point, the Colts, uh, the Colts were nine and six last year. Ian going into the last two games, they were nine yeah. and six. That's right. They lost a brutal game to the Raiders at home. They went to Jacksonville, laid an egg. Uh, you know, they weren't motivated. They lost to Jacksonville, Clark, last game of the season. Um, but they were 9-6. and six. They were in control of their own destiny. And they they have arguably the best running back um, in, in football. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens with Derrick Henry uh, coming back from injury. Um, they got some decent receivers. Not great. And Ian's right. Their defense is pretty good. And by the way, speaking of that defense, they have one of the most underpublicized players in the league, and Darius Leonard Clark. The guy's fabulous. He's yeah. a fabulous linebacker. Um, I like the I like the coach, and uh, so I'm I'm going with the Indianapolis Colts right there over your Baltimore Ravens.
0: Ouch! Yeah, it's it's <laughs> I look. I, I'm not going to pick the Ravens. Um, they would probably be my fifth choice if I had a fifth choice. Um, And and I will preface this by saying I am not a huge Russell Wilson fan. But but I do think this Denver team is good enough right now. You talk about the Chargers matching up well uh, against the Chiefs. I thought the Broncos, uh, despite a severe lack of talent, or at least a talent deficiency relative to the uh, uh, Chiefs, matched up fairly well, and they just didn't have enough. I think Russell Wilson, especially in the regular season, and I, I should have looked at their schedule. If it's early in the regular season, I think they can take advantage of matchups against the Chiefs. I'd question Russell Wilson in the second half of the year based on, you know, his history over the last few years. And this is where my Russell Wilson hate kind of comes in. But um, I do think it's going to be enough to get this team into the playoffs because uh, I really think this division's probably going to beat themselves up and they're, you know,. Relative to the rest of the league, I think they're going to be pretty much par for the core. So I, I like Denver sneaking in as maybe the third AFC West team. Definitely not. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Choice.
2: Three teams from the division, yeah. Clark. for Yeah, I right. like well, I like that choice. I, I mean, I like it because now you've got seven teams, you know, from uh, each conference. And so that's possible. And I looked at that division. I went, are there really going to be three? And yeah, Kansas City is going to make it. We think that's going to happen. Sure, that's going to happen. The Chargers, I really think the Chargers are good enough to compete with Kansas City and Buffalo for the best team in that conference. But then I looked at Denver, and I agree with Ian. The thing to me that was holding him back was the quarterback. I mean, was Drew Locke going to be there? No, it wasn't going to be Drew Locke. It wasn't going to be somebody. No, it wasn't going to be. Now you got Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson, you're right, Ian. The first half of the season, he's always an MVP candidate. And the second half, I think he's taken so many hits that he's just not the same and he wears down. And I do think they could make it. They were my fifth team. But I wanted to shock you guys. And, and you know, I could have shocked you with Detroit. But nah, I wasn't going to do that. And I looked at my schedule here, and I said, what do I got? I don't have an NFC team. I don't. So I've got to come up with one. So here it goes. The <laughs> Washington Commanders, baby. Yes, sir. Washington <laughs> Commanders. Not because I like their quarterback, Carson Wentz. In fact, somebody told me that once they signed him, their Super Bowl odds actually went down. They went down. <laughs> and, and not because I like the new name, because I don't. But I do like Ron Rivera. I think he motivates that team. I think he's a good head coach. And, and I do like the division where they play. I think it's, it's wide open. I think Dallas is, is the, the uh, prohibitive favorite. I think it's wide open. And most importantly, I like their schedule. I looked it up in the strength of schedule. They're tied with the Cowboys for the easiest schedule. Their opponents have a winning percentage of something like 46%. But Ian, as you know, when we look at that every year, it changes from year to year, right? And so some teams that yeah. stunk the year before, like you could go, you know, last year, oh, Cincinnati, they're easy. No, they ended up in the Super Bowl. So right. I don't pay a lot of attention to that. But I go, yeah, I just want to get their attention. So I, hopefully, I have now. You, got, you of- got my attention, Clark. You got my I mean, attention for a brief yeah. moment, and then now we're wandering off. Now speaking of the schedule, guys, I want to ask you this. You have to do a little of a thought process here, but um, which game are you most looking forward to this season? And I'll give you a. Chance to think about it and I just come out with mine, first of all. And it's week six. It's the Bills versus the Chiefs. We know what happened the last time they played. Um, this is Buffalo's chance to me to prove that it, not Kansas City, should have been in the AFC championship game. That's provided, of course, Ira, that they can play defense for the last 13 seconds of this game. But the interesting thing about this series, this is the fourth straight time these two teams have played at Arrowhead. So it's gonna be at Arrowhead, week six. I love this game. I, I want to see it. I love the last time they played. It was a shootout up and down the, the field. Um, I'm looking forward to that one. And I do like the Bills based on what happened last year. I think they've got something to prove. Are right, you got a game? You got to have a Tampa Bay game. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick close to home. And, and
1: I know Ian's going to watch this game like a hawk. Week two, yep. Bucks at Saints. And you say, well, wait a minute, who are the Saints? They didn't make the playoffs last year. They got a new coach. Ian, I don't have to remind anybody. Uh, on this podcast, the 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 Saints kick kick the Bucks ass. I mean, that's what they do. Yeah, and except a, for okay. that playoff game where Ian, you, you can't really say the Bucks dominated that game. They didn't. Um, and I think if Jared Cook doesn't fumble the ball in the middle of the third quarter on that catch, I think the Saints win that game. Um, Clark, they're four and zero against Tom Brady in the regular season. They've beaten the Bucks seven straight times in the regular season. Whoa. And maybe Jameis Winston's back by week two. Maybe he's not. But, Ian, for whatever reason, the Saints have a hell of a lot of confidence when they see Tampa Bay rolling in on the other
0: sideline. And I will keep with the Bucks, but, but from a Chiefs perspective, um, your, your Chiefs, Ira, uh, coming to Tampa, I believe, on, in week four, week five, uh, right in that range, um, this is a team that look. I, I mean, I I think the questions aren't being asked loudly, but there are questions about the Chiefs and what they're going to be moving forward. I think they've done a nice job of retooling the offense. Um, I you know I, I still got to see it from Patrick Mahomes. Can he can he consistently win and produce without Tyreek and and a uh, aging. Travis Kelsey, and I know people point to the, his record uh, without Tyreek. I think it's like five and zero or something like that. But I'm not talking about here and there. I'm talking about over the course of an entire season. And quite importantly, you know, how is he going to do against a Tom Brady-led Buccaneers team, which the last time we saw, he was you know helmet crooked, face down on the ground, and getting kind of humiliated walking off the field in the Super Bowl. So I think that's a huge game. From both perspectives, for sure, but I think more importantly, it's the Chiefs that are going to have to prove that they're still that team with the Buccaneers, and certainly against a guy like Tom Brady. Who
1: uh, Clark, Clark, speaking of Mahomes, and and I know you watch this game, Clark. I got to tell you, the second half of the Chief Bengal game, Patrick Mahomes was awful. He was awful. He was (laughs) bloody awful, and he wasn't getting run all over the field like the Bucks made him do. So, Clark, I. I don't know what's going on with that second half.
2: Yeah, I, I don't either. And that's the last time we did see him. I mean, Ian talked about the last time we saw him in the Super Bowl. The last time we actually saw him was in that game. And he was so bad that, honestly, I thought he's got to be hurt. I thought he had to be hurt because the uh, passes were so far
0: off. I'll, I'll, I'll throw this in, and this is something, you know, in that Bucks game, obviously, you have to give credit to the Buccaneers and what they did. Right. But, uh, right. you know, however you view some of the, the extra uh, – analytics or whatever he and and this is one of my biggest criticisms of Patrick Mahomes and I think he kind of gets a pass on certainly in that Super Bowl was he creates a lot of that pressure himself Mm -hmm. and and by that I mean he's not just a victim of a a non-existent offensive line it's his decisions to hold on to the ball and run when he shouldn't creates these situations for him and I, I I I feel like in the past he's gotten away with it He did not in the Super Bowl, and, you know, we've also seen, you know, times in the playoffs where he kind of does have a few quarters where he just stinks. And that's going to be a problem because you can't live like that forever, especially if you're trying to attain some sort of really long uh, many years of success like Brady or Peyton Manning or or Aaron Rottenwell. Well, we'll stick with Brady and Peyton Manning. Yeah, there
2: you go. Well, I like that choice, Ian. I like that choice. In fact, I thought that was the game that Ira was going to reference, but Ira, I... no, no, not yet, not yet. <laughs> please. I, I know. Hey, thank you, guys. Thank you. I'm sorry. Thank you very much. But I, I'm, I, I'm not going to accept that award yet, please. I've got one more thing to say to Ira. <laughs> um, Ira, I like that choice of yours with New Orleans because, and I can bring Ian on in this, I think that New Orleans game last year, the second game that they lost, I think that cost Tom Brady the MVP. I do.
0: That's a great point. 100%. 100%.
2: If you guys agree with me, then cue up the crowd, (laughs) baby. (laughs)
0: That's that's our I was there signal.
2: And, And you were somewhere at some point. So tell us when and where.
1: I'll tell you where I was, Clark. I was in the worst press box in the national football league and you might disagree, but I was at the superdome and they need to tear that building down. Clark. They do. straight Uh, up
2: straight. You go to the top of the the freaking
1: rafters. The elevators stink. You're on top of each other. September 9th, Clark, 2018 season opener. Ian Glendon will never forget this game. Jameis Winston suspended suspended who's in there ryan fitzpatrick clark the saints were 10 point favorites final bucks 48 saints 40 fitzpatrick 417 yards four touchdowns breeze 439 three touchdowns not exactly a defensive clinic clark clark here's my here's my inside the numbers this guy, Michael Thomas, who I mentioned before. Yeah. Breeze threw him 17 balls that day, Clark. He caught 16. He caught 16. 180 yards. Um, and before Ian starts smiling about that game, may I add, Bucks finished 5-11. and Dirk Cutter <laughs> fired at the end of the season. Here's the quote from Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ian, you'll remember this. Quote. It's fun to be out there thinking you're going to score on every possession unquote. And Ian, I'll, I'll, I'll turn it over to you with this. And Clark, I've been saying this for a long time about Ryan Fitzpatrick, great backup, fabulous backup. Ian, the more you put him out there, the more he'll get exposed. Am I wrong?
0: You are not wrong, Ira. And I will clip that clip so I can play it over and over again. (laughs) Um, yeah, he had a shelf life, and I said this every single time anyone got excited, especially like the Dolphins, like, okay, you're going to have a lot of Fitz magic, but you know the Fitz tragic is just around the corner because it, it, it's – you. he just – you know, that's just his limitations, and that's that's who he was as a quarterback. Great backup, could come in for spots, but if you're going to be leaning on him for an entire season, well, expect to be middle of the pack at best – um, certainly not a Super Bowl contender. Yeah,
1: Clock wasn't he awful? Was... Clock wasn't he awful with the Jets going uh, in that final game at Buffalo? Uh, it was Bowles' first year as Jets coach, and they he could got... make the playoffs if they won the game. And, and Fitzpatrick was terrible against yeah, a that bad sounds, Buffalo. That team. sounds
2: that sounds familiar, but I can't say for sure that's yeah. the case. I will say this though: I think he, he is. I mean, he is what he is. He, he's a, a serviceable, serviceable quarterback who can win you games but not consistently. And listen, the guy played his college ball at Harvard, you know, and and he's done a great job of extending a career and make it into something special. And he was Fitz magic at some point, but right. he was Fitz at some points too. But the fact of the matter is we know who he is. He put himself on the map and he had some great, great games and, and not so good games, but to me, he's a perfect backup. The guy you can plug in there and go, we need you to win the next couple of weeks. He can do that. He can't win you 17 games. I mean, he's not going to do that, or, or 17 weeks. He's not going to do that. But uh, I, I loved watching him play. I thought it was fun. I come from the Ivy League, so I love those Ivy League players. Um, Ira, you have any final thoughts now? I know if it's magic, you got final thoughts here?
1: Well, Clark, you know, oh, no. we're, we're about to enter the abyss uh, of, the <laughs> NFL, of the NFL season, Clark. People like to say it's 12 months a year. It's not, Clark. Because the mini camps, mandatory mini camps, yeah, of which uh, I expect Tom Brady to show up, Clark. I do. Um, is uh, you know, second week of June, and then training camp late July, Clark. I'll leave. I'll leave you with this, Clarky. Tell me. Uh, tell me if I'm exaggerating this. Buck fans, Clark, they're queasy about Rob Gronkowski. Uh, less so Gronkowski than the Damacam Sue, but Clark. They got two guys that Buck fans really don't know if they're coming back. I don't think Sue is certainly JPP's not, but Clark until Gronkowski says he's coming back. There's always that chance he's not. And they don't really have anybody in that tight end room behind them.
0: No, I, I agree. And I, you look, I I think ultimately he's going to come back. I think this is more or less him taking that extra veteran time off in the off season. Um, But at the same time, he's already retired once, and yeah. he sat out an entire season. Uh, I, I know he has clearly other ventures if he wants them, um, so it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that he doesn't come back. But I, I, I think ultimately he's going to see this one more season, one more season with Brady, one more chance to win a championship. It might be too hard to pass out for him.
1: Clark, if he doesn't come back till the end of training camp, would, would you be pissed off if you were Todd Bowles, or do you just
2: welcome him back? I mean... I, I just welcome him back. He's an asset. Oh, listen, I agree with Ian. I, I think he's taking advantage of what he's got. Got some downtime. Take it he, easy. He, he needs then to Tom be Tom healthy. Brady gets in touch with, yeah, and he, Tom Brady gets in touch with him in June and says, hey, listen, we need back in July. we can still finish
0: it. The best Gronk is a healthy Gronk, and we know yeah. that what an advantage he can be when he's out there and healthy and he's with Brady. It's, it's still unstoppable. Um, but he he's he's I hate using the word fragile, but it's it's by the instance of him taking a lot of beating. I mean, he gets hit and he doesn't get called. You know what I mean? He he's going to take a beating from linemen. He's going to take a beating from safeties. He's going to take a beating from linebackers. I mean, he runs the gamut every single game. And you know, if he wants a few extra mu- uh, months off in the off season, I'm I'm okay with it.
2: Clark,
1: what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson, Clark? What's going to happen?
2: I don't know. That's up to the NFL. I mean, honestly, I think they've got to look hard at these 22 civil lawsuits. I would hope that he's suspended for a long period of time. I mean, listen, I don't know the particulars of these cases, but for one or two complainants, I'd say, okay, maybe he gets the benefit of the doubt. It's 22. 22 women can't be wrong. You know, 22 women can't be right. I I just don't understand what Cleveland's doing. I don't like what they've done. And honestly, to me, it's taken um, a lot of the, the, the fun out of watching the Cleveland Browns and a lot of interest. And honestly, I find it very, interesting, very easy to throw it against them. A, a club that's going to reward a guy who behaves like that. I would like to see all those cases uh, resolved before he's put out on the football field. And I would hope the NFL would do that too. But do I have any confidence that's going to happen? Absolutely not. No, I don't. I mean, he's and tough because, to root for, Ian. He's tough he's, to root for. But because there's no videotape, like there was with Ray Rice and a couple others, um, uh, Kareem Hunt, I think of. But because there's no videotape, they usually take the easy way out. And that might happen here. I, I hope not. But this is going to be in a courtroom. And I, I think it's going to be, I hope it's going to be a long time before he's out there on the field. Because I'd like to see this thing resolved so that everyone is satisfied. Everyone. And that's not the case now. There are a lot of people out there, particularly women, were outraged. And, and I'm with him. That's going to do it. Uh, I don't know if Rob Gronkowski is coming back either, but I know we are. We're going to be back here next week. We're not Rob Gronkowski. We'll be back next week. But if you want to listen to this or any I Test for Two podcast, you know the drill. Just go to fullpresscoverage.com. Click on the podcast. And then it's a podcast icon. And then you look for the I Test for Two. Otherwise, you can find us right here next week. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.